0: Hi, I'm John.
1: Hi, I'm Olivia.
2: Hi, I'm Robert.
0: And this week we've watched The Way to Eden and now we're going to argue about whether it's going to make us quit Star Trek.
1: I discovered that there are limits to my love for TOS and honestly it's ruined the day, the evening, possibly the next several months.
0: <laughs> and you know what? You're wrong, because this is great.
1: I hate them so much. They're so annoying. If someone called me a Herbert, we're fighting. We're fighting, John.
0: <laughs> you don't do enjoy their boogie beats about, um, you know, Eden?
1: Their, their outfits not slay in the way yeah. they should have. Their songs <laughs> are annoying. Uh, vibes bad. They remind me of, like... um I don't know, like, <laughs> Green Party members that parents are Tories, and that's why I hate them.
0: Are you saying that the Severnites are the just-of-oil of the 23rd century?
1: Um, I don't, you know, I want to give just Up oil more credit than that, so I won't say
2: that. <laughs> well, there is truth to that, because the actual hippies were all children, for the most part, of middle and upper-class families who were rebelling against their parents.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they all like one of the guys is the son of an ambassador. So yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's one of these episodes of season three of the original series that feels like there's a better draft of.
1: Well, let like, not give too much credit. I can find no, say a better draft.
0: I like it. I mean, it's an obvious like in many ways, it's an obvious IQ like, with Star Trek choice, which is um, I feel like Rob, in retrospect, Rob, you've had this reserved for a while, and then we went on hiatus, and that while became. And, and a long durée, which uh, we can only apologize for on account of being busy. But we're back, and we're delighted to have you here as a long-standing fan. Um, so I do have to ask, what, what got you here? When, do you remember the first time we watched Star Trek?
2: Yes, I do. It was 1985, and we were in our living room. And at the time, we had a version of cable television in the United States run through RCA called Select TV. And for whatever reason, the last 20 minutes of Star Trek Three was on.
0: That's the last twenty minutes of Star Trek Three. Oh yeah. So yes. no cut that's that's like the section of Star Trek Three where you like though you need a lot of context to get.
2: But I'm like, okay.
0: Well you're here, so it must have worked. Were you just yeah. wowed by it?
2: A little bit. Well, I knew kinda knew who the characters were because living in the Los Angeles area from the local station channel thirteen would always play TOS.
0: Okay. So but that's the first time you remember sitting down and watching Star Trek. Yes. Fantastic. And do you remember the first quit Star Trek moment? Do you remember your first oh what am I watching moment?
2: Yes, it was in my twenties. I think it was season two of Enterprise. Hey. Always Enterprise.
0: (laughs) No, I'm
1: I'm coming back to full circle on Enterprise. I'm I feel bad for them again.
0: Do you remember which episode? season two has got so many episodes you just forget exist?
2: I think I was just tired at that point of Star Trek and Enterprise did it because I never saw the Zindi arc and I only saw season four later on on Netflix. Hmm. I've,
0: I've, season four is just such a differently written show. It's just such a much more coherent show.
1: Have I
2: got to season four yet? No.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's fine. no. So when it's... you said you well, her here, and I was like, "Wow!"
2: Yeah, skip it's... the first two episodes of season four. You don't need to deal with space Nazis.
0: Yeah, we've got enough of those and other things. So skip the space Nazis. Oh dear. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, they still well. Obviously, you're you're still here, and you know, yes. it's, it's really great to see you. This summer in Vegas, um, I think.
1: Every time John mentions meeting someone in Vegas, I'm deducting a point.
0: I mean, our, ne- our next bunch of guests are all people who are in Vegas. So, like, <laughs> I'm
1: so wow, 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 wow. Yeah,
0: so but it, it's um, I guess you know the franchise is still very strong. There's a lot of oh Picard season. Well, we will do a we will do our Picard season three bonanza soon. Um, I've got a long list of people who want to talk about that. I'll Sorry, you can
1: we much. actually address the fact that um, Patrick Stewart wants to come back and do a film?
0: Okay. Oh, 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 it's very Rest. simple, which is that Patrick Stewart's been doing this for 30 years and he's about to die.
1: <laughs> He'll never die, he's immortal. But does he need to do another film? If I was about to die, I'd be chilling, especially if I, I was rich.
0: I, I assume that that big house in LA has a is very, very mortgaged. <laughs> oh my gosh. and he's got to pay that you know
1: he has to take a little break <laughs> it... i love the i love the enthusiasm though
0: i don't <laughs> <laughs> but no it it's um me. yeah it's you know it's fascinating you know the divert i i don't think i saw any i haven't seen a way to even cosplay ever i've never even seen a photo of one. it feels like something people would do because of all the weird colours, and you get to make an instrument out of rubber bands. That is true. And, uh, and, call, and like, go around yelling Herbert at people.
1: It feels like something I should like. I think this is why I feel so much disconnect with this episode. But I also don't understand the commentary they're making on like activists, because they all seem really dumb. <laughs> Happy to poison a planet.
2: They're not really doing a commentary on activism. They're doing a commentary on what some of the counterculture movement of the sixties believed in—getting back to nature. And a good example of that, because I had to look it up at work this morning, was season seven, episode four of *Mad Men*, *Monolith*, where um, John Slattery's character has to go get his daughter back from a commune, and they deal with the fact where they're getting back to nature. They they think that society's become too, I guess, preformed and cookie-cutter. Part of the things that Doctor Severin says before he realizes he's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's it's not really about the mainstream hippie movement, as it is about like the adjacent commune cult movements. Like it's, it, you know, it's it's the Manson murders and the Jesus cults and like. That shit.
1: So I'm correct to not enjoy them. It's fine. I'm vindicated now.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, they don't they're not exactly the nice people to start with. Like, um, to, to take advantage of the segue. We kick off with them with the gang chasing a space cruiser that's been stolen and being flown erratically until it explodes, and then they beam the crew aboard and they're dressed. Olivia, please describe their dress for the audience.
1: Um, They're dressed like if you were having a bad Ayahuasca trip. Like, it's not... Like, it doesn't slay, okay? I'm so sorry to them. One of them is wearing, like, a cut-out sort of crop-top piece that is truly awful to see.
0: (laughs) And then there's the weird painted tattoos that...
1: I mean... They tried. They
0: tried.
2: Well, I think somebody was watching Laughing, where they yeah. got the idea for that.
0: You see, it's and then they sort of sit on the floor and try and like levitate Scotty.
1: <laughs> well, they, look, the thing is, it was they were seconds from death prior to this, and when they like materialize on the Enterprise, they're just chilling, like doing their little peace signs or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then like. When they ask the movie, they start yelling Herbert. I love the you know what I love Herbert as a piece of world building because this is like some guy will just forever be rem- remembered by the fact that everyone thought he was a douche. <laughs> that's just that's just the real world. It's like Justice
1: for Herbert.
0: You know who <laughs> Herbert is? He's the he's the 23rd century's Jeffrey Boycott. Do you know who Jeffrey Boycott is? No. But you who know is what? That? Jeffrey Boycott was an Irish landowner who was such a dick to his tenants that they decided to all stop paying rents. Ugh, and that's what a boycott is named after. Jeffrey Boycott. It's why we have boycotts. He's the OG. Well, he's the Jeffrey, Geoffrey. But...
1: I am just taking a look at the outfits now. They're... I mean, the guy in the purple, the lavender wig with the lavender eyebrows ruined oh,
0: he is the son of the Kettlian ambassador, and he's not very nice. Of course. These and, and then there's a bit where they start yelling. So Spock goes down, and it's okay because Spock speaks Jive. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. For anybody, <laughs> like, do you reach, brother? <laughs> I have one. It's like, oh fucking hell!
1: <laughs> you know, Boy, Spock a- as a
2: mixed race guy can connect to all the cultures.
0: <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
2: as long as we're going on the costume so i i I bought this episode in hd so i could watch it several times to take notes and you notice they're all wearing that white looks like a white stone and their 23rd century equivalent of the peace sign is an infinity symbol Uh,
0: no oh it's funny how like especially the you get little like Really clever details like with the original series. Like, oh, of course, it have a similar, symbol of the bird of the peace sign. It's like, oh, that's really clever. Shame everything else isn't. I, I actually mean... take back
1: my criticism of the outfits because the guy wearing the knee high boots.
0: Oh, yeah. Play. Adam, who's in Adam with knee high boots with the world's weirdest looking guitar. <laughs> and then, um, what happens? Then you get, um, so eventually they car them all off to sick bay to make sure they're not carrying some deadly disease, but they can't arrest them. And then it turns that the Chekhov's ex-girlfriend is amongst them.
1: Yeah. Well, after one conversation, Kirk assumes that they have like radiation poisoning or something's deeply
0: wrong with them. Oh no, it's not well, yeah. I mean five minutes <laughs> like that they've they've been they've been supping on lead or something. <laughs> but it's okay. Um they don't. Chekhov's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend is just a bit um What's the word?
1: He's just a little bit free-spirited.
0: He's a free-spirited scientist, and she's trying to convince Chekhov to become a free-spirited scientist too, but Chekhov is a straight-laced military man, which is the the, the first time we've ever had that from Pavel.
1: Yeah, I would love for a deep dive into their relationship. Was it like broke up with Chekhov had to drastically join this cult? What happened?
0: (laughs) Yeah, did you join the cult because of Chekhov? Did you join the cult after you broke up in spite of Chekhov? It's a cult. It's not the reason you broke up because Chekhov doesn't know about it.
1: Well, he seems so personally offended. I feel like the timeline has to be like, she disappeared off the face of the earth. And now she's doing this nonsense.
0: (laughs) Crazy it's girlfriend, but it's Arena and Chekhov. So this How makes
2: this a quasi checkoff episode.
0: Oh <laughs> no, yeah, the only. Well, no, there's the apple. All the checkoff episodes, all the quasi checkoff episodes are kind of shit.
2: Well, I don't know. Uh, in wait, let me look that up. To Serve All My Days the Star Trek New Voyages episodes, that's a good one.
0: That's a good one, but it's also made by a Elvis Presley imp- impersonator, so I can't I can't vouch for it. And I, I don't you know, that's a man who is so committed to his crew as an Elvis Presley impersonator, he refused to wear a wig as Captain Kirk. He just went in full Elvis Presley coiffeur and did it anyway. When was this? Who was in this? the two thousands? He it's a guy who owns the Trek, the Ticonderoga Star Trek set. Oh wait, yeah,
1: he's a,
0: he's a professional Elvis Presley impersonator to such extent that when he played Captain Kirk, he didn't change his hair. He kept the buffon and everything. Wow. It, I was love it was great. It was great. And he's not James Courley's also got other problems. I mean, he's not as bad as the Starcher Continues guy, who is like, you know, not allowed to do conventions anymore. Oh, is that um
2: Big Big Big
0: Yeah. Big Mignana, yeah. Big Mignana, yeah. who, you know, still owns that set somewhere.
1: Oh, does he own know. the set that's in New York? No. No, no, that's no. James
0: Cole. That's Elvis Presley impersonator, who is okay. also as mad. I always find a personality guy is really weak. He's an obsessive collector who also believes that everything past TOS isn't authentic Trek, but is also investing a lot of money into building a replica of the TNG bridge.
1: That, that, you know what? That hypocrisy makes complete sense to me.
0: It's G's vision.
1: I don't even need to uh, question that. Yeah. Of course.
0: I mean, I, I do like the Phase 2 New Voyages stuff. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Katumba. Serve All Your Days is quite good. What's the one with Sulu?
2: Oh, then think In Harm's Way.
0: In Harm's Way, that's quite fun. Um, there's a really crap one with the Doomsday Machine. Or like, oh. Doomsday Machines plural, which makes it even worse, obviously.
2: Doomsday Machine slash Guardians of Forever.
0: Yeah, it's, it very much has no idea. Some of those were written by DC Fontana, which is also the interesting thing.
2: Well you bring up DC Fontana, she wrote this episode. Well draft.
0: And she took her name off it because it was that shit.
1: <laughs> okay. No.
2: At, she at least used she her had pseudonym. some
0: <laughs> That's that there's not much difference between a pseudonym and taking your name off it, is there really?
1: <laughs> yeah, at least she had some regrets, okay.
0: <laughs> Michael Richards. Yeah, that's not a name you use when you're proud of a product. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We'd be having all kinds of issues if they had gone with that draft because the Irena character was originally supposed to be McCoy's daughter and Kirk was supposed to be all over her.
0: Disney Fontana oh, is kind of obsessed with having McCoy's daughter hook up with Kirk. This is like I the third time you... she pulled that stunt.
1: Would McCoy's daughter have also been Chekov's ex? What's
0: happened? Uh, no. No, How incestuous
1: down. does it get? I was like, I'd like to know. <laughs>
0: No, they no, they wouldn't have been that. It would Kirk could have had Chekhov's plot. It's fine, yeah. but no, I mean it, it's got all the all the like typical DC Fontana elements, and that the world feels very lived in. It's just obviously it's not a script that she finished. So, yeah. but um, yeah, because then we get this the bit where they go where Doctor Severin gets medically inspected, and he's got a but, Despite being this super space hippie, he wants to go to Eden and, like, live Basically, the good life.
1: Infect everyone.
0: He yeah, doesn't... he's got a disease that will kill anybody who doesn't live in modern society.
1: Yeah, which, you know, kind of is the OG coloniser move. <laughs> this yeah. makes complete sense.
0: In many senses, Severin feels like an allegory for all those, like, all those people who go into, like, the American West. It's the, like, American desert descend of, like, utopias and then either kill all the natives or die horribly themselves. Yeah. Like wasn't there there was this thing recently where a bunch of guy people like people bought a plot of land and decided to build a utopia and it was quite clearly a money laundering scheme. I say recent, that's happened in American history since independence, regularly. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. And it's like Severin is kind of like not really that bothered about the fact that he could kill everyone.
1: What was his um, background? He was like a professor or something? He was a,
0: ma- he was a prof- mathematics professor and like he was on the academy textbooks and shit.
1: It's so clear that everyone in this cult has had some deep psychological trauma and then...
0: Question. Is Dr. Severin 23rd century Jordan Peterson? Oh. I Like... Did did one did he get corrected once on television and it's just completely destroyed his mental? It psyche? broke him, sent him into a deep psychosis. What's Doctor Severin on an, Did Doctor Severn nearly die after he was put on an all protein diet? <laughs> Does he wear the world's worst suits and talk like? Think he doesn't sound like Kermit the Frog. He looks like Kermit the Frog with those ears, but
1: his triple oh, ears.
0: I love Amazing. I love the Debronian ears. It's a shame the Debronians don't come back ever because they got great ears.
1: As long as they don't act like him, uh, they're very welcome back. But I am going to bully them. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So yeah, um, they. Paddy Penny's tried to seduce Sulu, which he seems keen on in a very Sulu is under the age of thirty way. Um,
1: Oh, their weird flirting session that they have is terrible to see.
0: Yeah, it's like you're young, you understand, you reach. It's
2: like, oh boy,
1: ma'am, he's a homosexual.
2: (laughs) 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 It's not gonna work. It's wait, can we go back to that scene where Spock's talking to Severin and Severin's in the brig? Yeah, that's what I'm I was about
0: to talk about, because it's like it's a very strange guess... sequence.
2: Well, at the 22 minute 16 second mark, Spock's got this weird look on his face that we've never seen before and never seen since. All
0: right, hold on. I'm gonna go bring it up. I I'm need to go, I gotta go look. Let's go on Netflix Make it and your look. background. <laughs>
2: That's where he realized Severin's insane.
0: 22 minutes 16, you say?
2: Yeah. No, that's,
0: cloud that's the Cloudbinders. Wrong episode. Hold on.
2: Yeah, that was that's the tonight. week if after you, this one.
0: If you want to do I Quit Star Trek on the Cloudbinders, please let me know, because I would love to. <laughs> Wait, which are no, 22-16 tw- people... or 21 16? Twenty-two sixteen. 16 22-16.
2: Okay. Buck's got this weird look on his face. <laughs> Is it this look? That's the one. Yes, he's like, <laughs> he, he, he's
1: like his face sort of inclined backwards in a way of like, "Oh fuck this!" I tried.
2: <laughs> like, to- get a of this one leap. time,
1: and I'm immediately disappointed.
2: He had a flashback to like when he was serving with Pike on Strange New Worlds, and he's like, "Ah, oh, damn."
0: Oh <laughs> uh, if you're on Netflix, if at twenty 22- two. 14, I think, but
2: yeah, okay,
0: yeah, he just inclines his head back. And you're like, it's like, oh, fuck. I love the way that they have <laughs> the whole conversation, and then he immediately goes to Kirk. It's like, Dr. Seven's nuts, <laughs> like, you know, the discourse of Dr. Seven's like, no, he's mental. Oh, poor
2: school, and then they remember that McCoy does psychiatry. No, he's like, you I know, haven't
0: spoken to the doctor about this, but yeah, he's he's mad as a box <laughs> of frogs. But yeah, it's
1: I'm, like I'm trying now to understand this from the perspective of it's a weird culture like a counterculture thing. It's that they're representative of like these cult uprisings that were happening in the sixties or whatever. Why is Spock so understanding of them? <laughs>
0: I'm like... Well, Spock's I think Spock's not understanding of them, He's understanding of the concept of not feeling like fitting in in but the they gave world. him like
1: this it's almost like the backbone of the episode that he has this real sympathy for them
0: no because then he then the, he does literally say i do not sympathize with them So, like
1: mm. don't put my boy spock in these positions
0: yeah i mean it's it's kind of deliberately vague what exactly they believe in except for this utopian idea it's like oh they they dismiss the technology and planning and organization of modern society
1: I think if you sat each of them down, did an interview and what they believe in, they would all have completely different interpretations.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that is much like the a- actual hippies and beatniks and all countercultural movements. Is that, they're not really meant to be defined. They're encountered as something.
1: Yeah. It's going to be what works for each of them.
0: Yeah. And then Adam is just comes at a noise spot for a bit. Okay, with the loot.
1: Oh well, yes! Oh my god! They have a, like okay. Would you rather exist in this universe where they're singing every twenty minutes, or watch Subspace Rhapsody again? Because <laughs> these songs, these annoying songs.
0: See, I prefer these songs to the Subspace Rhapsody ones.
1: They have nothing on Maiden Wine. That's a banger. No.
0: But like <laughs> all of these ones, at least are like internally coherent for like hippie music about like universal love and shit.
1: I would like to give more credit to hippie songs than that.
2: Is now a bad time to let everybody know I still have yet to see Subspace Rhapsody.
0: No Rob, it's a good time because we can tell you to keep it that way.
1: <laughs> no, everyone has to experience it once and then you sort of live the rest of your life emotionally recovering from it.
0: You know, like um like watching a Christopher Nolan film.
2: But I like um, interstellar
0: yeah but have you recovered from it I haven't I'm still upset yeah maybe that just makes you better than us Rob <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you mm. but it, mm. yeah so the, the, the hippies go around being hippies and acting woodenly before revealing that they're actually trying to seize control of the Enterprise
1: well, they have like a fifteen-minute jam session. They have a
0: they they have the concert, which is While great. They take
1: over the ship.
0: They have this honestly, jam-
1: if they have the if they distract love- the entire crew, then honestly, fuck the crew, because like <laughs> they play they play one song and they're able to take over the ship.
2: Huh? What Come was the deal yourself. with that? What was the deal with that one guy on the bridge who kept like doing the thing with his fingers and be like, yeah, yeah, he's
0: he's, he's jiving, <laughs> he's grooving a lot. <laughs> It's like Sulu. What I love about that is everyone's grooving except for Mr. Hadley at Navigation who looks absolutely done with it. He's just staring straight. But everyone else is like grooving and vibing. And then there's the security guard in the brig who's got like this most like six fifties hair imaginable. Like slick black hair. Who is Did standing grooving along with his eyes closed before he gets knocked out. Like, what Wait. kind of fucking security guard is that?
1: Where is Ahura? She could oh, have taught these. This episode. She could have taught these guys a musical lesson. It could have been a real jam session. Wasted opportunity there.
0: I think the show the Curls was in a play at this time, but yeah, you're right. Wow.
1: She could have fixed it. She would have fixed it.
0: She'd have made them listen to Rogers and Hammerstein, and that would have changed their ideology entirely. But they'd have ended up in the South Pacific.
1: So then decided decide to really make bad. things even yeah. worse for everyone and get into Romulan space. Cause you know, why not? Why not cause all this trouble and then violate a treaty or whatever the hell's going on there.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're hippies. What do they care about interstellar law?
1: I thought they hated war. They're about to start one.
0: See, I still think it's a real shame that we never got a bunch of space hippies trying to levitate like space dock. <laughs> <laughs> like I know it's already levitated. They were gonna levitate. They were gonna- They were
1: like, it's working. Space, we all won. Hands- <laughs>
0: They link hands around the Enterprise and make it levitate. Uh, you know that one, Olivia, right? Oh, the classic? No, the the one about the time the hippies tried to levitate the Capitol. The what? Was it the
2: Capitol or the Pentagon, Rob? I think it was... It might have been the Pentagon.
0: Yeah, a bunch of hippies tra- linked hands around the Pentagon and tried to make it levitate with their minds.
1: I'm <laughs> sorry. How did you what? not know this? Is there images read? of this? Yeah. I would. I wish I was there. I wish I was there. And if I was there, I would join in.
0: <laughs> they tried to levitate the Pentagon. They tried so to use the power of their minds to end the Vietnam War.
1: Was there... Oh, okay. I was going to ask, is there an end goal to this? And how would the levitating end the war? Just, you know, the
0: I, d- war? I don't know, The all? I, feel, I don't know how levitating the Pentagon would have ended the war. I'm not a hippie.
2: Figure it right out. They must have got some really bad LDS.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, of course. Let me have a look.
1: 50 years ago, a ragtag group of acid dropping activists tried to levitate.
0: They conducted the research on how to perform an exorcism on the Pentagon.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, they're iconic. They're everything that these people wish they were.
0: I don't. It's just such an odd incident. Like, was it a. See, was it an allegory? Was it absurdism? Or were they just stoned as fuck? Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, that's when the famous photo of the guy putting the flower in the soldier's guns comes from Olivia. Have you ever seen that?
1: Oh, yeah. I I got distracted by looking at articles about levitating the Pentagon.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> I'm just gonna call it so it just says, just Was there a levitation. permit
1: to levitate the pentagon What are you talking about
0: <laughs> a per- Sorry mate have you got a licence for that exorcism <laughs> <laughs> their license, mate. Sorry you can't do an exorcism here mate Try it again next week
1: I, I admire their um Their courage, their determination
0: I mean Olivia if you could levitate the pentagon wouldn't you Yeah You're doing it now aren't you <laughs>
1: Always you know <laughs> Oh okay, yeah, so when they get to are we at the part where they get to Eden yet?
0: And it's No, there is a the bit where they take no. over the ship and Dr. Seven goes on Bond villain on them. <laughs> you see, I have control of the ship and it goes where I am, and I can hear you plotting, and there will be consequences. And then he just tries to kill everyone. Wow. And it's this whole thing where it's like, oh, is he pretending not to kill everyone for just for arena? Well he's what? Because he's like, oh.
2: Yeah, the old he goes the ultrasonics. Will just hurt them and Arena's like, no, in the textbook it says and that ultrasonics will do more than than knock them out, it'll kill them.
1: Oh, it's eventually they might blow their brains out. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's and where then... Arena and Rango realize uh, they might be right about Seven. Yeah.
0: He might just be a maniac. And then he does it anyway. Cause he's a maniac. And it hurts Spock first and then it kills everyone. Oh Spock.
1: They we were friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, so they take the ship to Eden. They take a shuttle down, and, like, there's no life on the planet. And everyone's worried about the Romano's showing up, but they don't have the budget for that, so it's fine. Don't worry.
1: There are some lovely flowers some lovely and fruits then, in the trees. And, it and then Chekhov gets
0: his hand burnt because the plants yes. have acid in them and the grass has acid in it. And those shitty uniforms are actually useful at something, which is that, you know, they're not, you're not going to get acid burns through them. But, um... Adam's I'm... dead because he bit into an acid fruit like a moron. Oh wait, am... did you
2: see the moment where they find his body and his fingers are still moving? <laughs> oh, that's upsetting.
0: <laughs> ah, Rigoboltus, baby.
1: <laughs> I think we should do a tally of how many people in TOS get injured by a flower. Because it's just I getting ridiculous.
0: It's... I think it is at least three.
1: I feel it's gets every by a flower. five episodes. <laughs>
0: Spock is chopped by a flower. In the same episode, somebody gets blown up by a flower. Um, Chekhov gets burned by a flower. Um, oh, there's pla- there are the flowers that shoot that make everybody high as balls.
1: Of the flower that made him heterosexual.
0: Yeah, the flowers that made him heterosexual and everybody else into stoners. Um, <laughs> what was that? Is this side of paradise?
2: Yes, this Hi. side of paradise. <laughs>
0: can think of I feel like there are more episodes with flowers doing weird shit Rob, but I can't remember. There
2: are. The man trap where Sulu's flower is basically a really bad glove.
0: Oh yeah, does that count where the flower is just a hand, Olivia?
1: What? That's actually that sounds camp, and that's why I love TOS. And the so plot
0: more importantly, the plot is called
2: Gertrude. That's right, Gertrude. Oh. She
0: doesn't like and the plant doesn't like rat. Yeah. And it's a human rat.
1: All
0: right. That's at least four and maybe a half point for the for gunship. We'll see. This is important content. This is what you have to be listening to. I'm right
1: going to get now. to the bottom of it all. Don't you guys worry.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it turns out that this entire planet is designed to kill you.
1: How do yeah. they know about this planet? Sorry, I, I
0: really. Oh, so Spock. This point basically, Spock put together all the myths to try and put, like triangulate it from across all knowledge. To find where there should be a planet, and they went there because basically the Eden myth is based on various myths. And they went, and "Oh, there Spock must be a real planet killed there." Killed them. Yes. Well, no. Spock can <laughs> make them. Spock didn't make them go there or eat the Spock fruit.
1: Could have done a little background check on the fruits, a little scan.
0: Yeah, but they didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't actually get. They didn't know the planet was there until the computer said it was, and they found that out while after Seven hijacked it.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah, and then they were um, all I'm knocked sorry, out by sorry.
0: the ultrasonics. You know, it's, it's very difficult to stop a blonde, <laughs> a white boy hippie from eating poison. while he's fruit, trying to
1: you? fry your brain. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I forgive yeah, you, Swap. Yeah. Well, when they find Severin in the little. Um, is it Severin in the shuffle? He was just like yeah. just falling off?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's just completely fucked up.
1: Which. Why? Because he's on a natural planet, he's just immediately dying.
0: No, because he fucked his feet up by stepping on the acidic grass. Oh. And then when they're like, we can save you, we can fix you. It's like, no, I want to die like a moron. And he bites into the fruit that killed Adam and died. That
1: makes it even more stupid because I thought that his general health condition was causing that foot injury. So he he... already experienced the fuck off, don't touch me and then still (laughs) ate the fruit. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. he's. (sighs)
1: ugh. The thing is,
0: you know, is, um, you know I literally just did a podcast talking about, like, Thrawn and Grand Admiral Thrawn and New York's villains and it's absolutely fascinating to me about how there is nothing, like perhaps in, like the ideology of Severin, there's something in, like, Return to Nature and having a tuning to nature, but the actual bad is just a shithead
1: Yeah, he's like a insane Luddite, that's great for him
0: and he R.I.P. Men- though <laughs> Rip King
1: or you will never, you will never be forgotten. Like, yeah.
0: Or is it, is, is it Rip King or Rip Bozo? We'll never know. <laughs> Tell us in the comments when I post the episode. Oh. But um, yeah, and then I guess the the hippies get arrested or something, and Chekhov gets to say goodbye to his girlfriend.
1: Are they arrested? I feel like they got off scot free. They were like, you guys went through a lot.
0: <laughs> Bye. Well, yeah, one of their dads is an ambassador, so there's a little bit of that nepotism.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: So, yeah. Um, way to eat it An episode which could have been good, but decidedly just... I like it, all right? You know, I like it. I can't... I like world-building, and I like that there's this sense that there is a world of people's opinions outside of Starfleet.
1: Yeah.
0: But that's the thing is that I like the idea of it, not what it actually is.
1: I mean, they did sort of but do you think it would have been more enjoyable if it was a really sincere criticism of Starfleet that sort of came from meaningful people instead of look at these idiots compared to our heroes?
0: Yeah. But also we're talking about middle-aged people in the 60s idea of hip of those damn kids. Oh yeah. So cool. Like, even in the sense that the hippies are less hippies than they are beatniks. Mm, the and the The musical style is more beatnik. I'm offended than it because is, I like audio not, audio not, poetry, but that's fine. No, but they're, they're not playing psychedelic music. They're playing like beatnik.
1: That's music. fine. No, just insults. Insult the beatniks. How dare you?
2: Well, I mean, if they were beatniks, they would have been dressed better.
1: There you that's know. a good point. Boom.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Ended. Them. I mean, what did you guys think?
1: Um, did I like the episode? I I didn't like the episode. I, I've never liked this episode. This always has been the episode that I make fun of. Genuinely, um, instead of making fun of and claiming it to be high art. So, I just I couldn't find the love. I'm so sorry to tell us. It didn't have the absurdism that made me laugh. I was just experiencing it.
2: Rob. Oh, this what this episode exemplifies one of the issues of season three of TOS because there are a lot of high concept episodes that fall flat. There's this one. There's Spock's brain. There's let this be your last battlefield. Okay.
1: Well, let's remove Spock's brain because that was a great episode.
2: Anyway, <laughs> I apologize. Turnabout Intruder. So, yeah, so there, there are a lot of high-concept episodes that have interesting things, but then when they try to execute it, it falls flat.
0: Yeah, and you can't... The show just feels really tired when it can't, get a, it can't pull it off, because it's also just trying to push it harder than... Trying to, like, push its boundaries harder than it really can get away with, because the writing can't keep up with it. Yeah. It's fascinating anyway. Should we do some trivia? Is this oh, this no, trivia? No... Let's get into it. So, as we said, um, DC Fontana changed her name on the crediting because she didn't like the rewrite. Um, and Arena was meant to be Joanna McCoy and she was meant to shag um Kirk. Um, Walter Koenig didn't like this episode because it turned his Younger, less authoritarian character in Chekhov into a rigid, rule croating straight arrow. Yeah. Like, Chekhov is meant to be the hip young kid. He's like, he's he's deliberately got a bowl haircut. His haircut's meant to evoke the monkeys and the Beatles. Like, that's a deliberate choice they made with Chekhov.
1: Oh, I thought they just hated him. Sorry.
0: They did, but they make him wear the wig. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What other things?
1: Yeah, I guess it is weird to have the rebellious. Well, how rebellious can you be within Starfleet, okay? This is why.
0: Well, you can, because there's plenty of rebellious people of the armed forces. Just ask anyone who's ever been in the armed forces. Yeah, I don't know. Being in, sorry, being in the army is, does not make you disciplined. There is... I mean, I, I can send you... If you want to live here, I can send you photos of military drag shows and prove a point.
1: I can't speak.
0: There you go. <laughs> if there I speak... <laughs> What, is, no, what are you going to no. say? Go on, say it.
1: No, it's just there's like a high level of acceptance to join any sort of authority like the army
0: or no, the police. No, you, no you're <laughs> but right.
1: Obviously there's personalities, diverse personalities within that, but, you know.
0: No, I think, no, you're correct in that. Yeah, being, that's not incorrect. That's not. I'm not disagreeing with that. I just think that the idea that everybody's going to be the same cookie cutter level of attitude towards authority. Yeah.
1: This is why like, even when I watch Lodex, I'm like, you know what? I couldn't even do that. <laughs> I would not even be in Starfleet. I would be chilling. I'm not risking my life for these guys. Yeah. Uh. That's fair.
0: Then this is the first time we see Chekhov's middle name, Andreevich. slay. And then um, this is the only episode of the original series that James Doohan didn't like.
1: The only one that he didn't like?
0: The only one he didn't like.
1: He's just like me for real. <laughs> we're the same.
0: So yeah. I'm actually um, finding
1: a lot of healing now that we're discussing this trivia because DC took her name off the goddamn thing. This is all. <laughs> I'm I'm this is cathartic for me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, that was um. The way to Eden. Are we quitting, Olivia? Are we
1: quitting? Um, yeah, this is going to be a quit. It's done. I'm out of here.
0: And I'm not quitting because I like the world building, and the music. So it's up to you, Rob. Is this a quit or not
2: a quit? This is a quit, big time quit. (laughs) Oh, got his
0: ass. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I I've been outnumbered again. I have been (laughs) bamboozled. They got me. So is now this trip nippable? Well, now Olivia, first you must explain the concept.
1: Um, so trip nips is based on the Enterprise episode Unexpected, in which Trip Tucker becomes pregnant and grows new nipples. Um, so obviously that is traumatic for the viewer. And however cursed you think an episode is, you give it more trip nips on a scale of one to ten. Let's go. Um, how many tripnips are we giving this? Think about the tripnippable scenes.
0: I'm gonna give it a five. Um, just because there is cringe.
1: I just need to take a look at their outfits before I decide. <laughs> okay, I just remembered the purple hair guy, so it's now ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a solid five. Okay, the solid five of curseness there, and very generous.
2: I'm also probably going to give it a five as well.
0: It's a fat which is great for my maths. It is an average <laughs> trip of five, which puts it alongside. Lower decks is grounded. Uh, TNG is Remember Me. Um, above, more cursed than Little Green Men, but less curse. Little Green Men. Less curse than this, the cage.
2: Well, wait, there's a connection to Little Green Men. Charles Napier oh, was yes. the general in the Little Green Men.
0: Yeah, Adam, the, the guitar beatlick, he's the general. He's the, the cigar choppy general a Little Green Man.
1: That's a better life for him. I'm now pro. <laughs> I'm pro-military again.
0: <laughs> but yeah, and then, so yeah, it's it's an average score. And it's, you know.
1: Good for them. And can we now heal the space with yeah. discussing my personal high art um, what is it? Segment entry point? It's basically the Hall of Fame for Star Trek episodes, and it is definitive. I am the Gene's vision in this scenario, and I will decide. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you
0: you 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 saw Gene last week, you know, you say yeah, you said no, you're no, the opposite vision, and then then he hit a backflip into the pool.
1: Yeah, Gene is always doing backflips <laughs> into pools; it's his thing. Um, and it's, I did see him last week, and he said that. Know, I he does
0: backflip into the falls, with then he comes out the pool, he disappears into a room with um, Magil Barrett, and they come out married.
1: Yeah, we all know about Gene. Like We're all,
0: we're all, all funny for Gene. I don't know what you guys talked about. Like,
1: Yeah. But, um, Robert, do you have any episodes that you'd like to submit to the high art list?
2: Well, as I said in Vegas, and I stand by this, so I'm taking this a little more differently. Everyone else likes to be ironic about this. I'm going to be serious about this. The last five minutes of Birthright Part One, where Data's have realizing the full dream where he becomes where he's becomes the bird and he's flying in the enterprise and out of the enterprise. What
0: he becomes yeah, the, a bird. He becomes a bird. He flies around the enterprise. His dad's at the bridge with an. No, iron. I need
1: to see this immediately. It's, I'm looking. No, it,
0: it is high art. I have to agree. It's so it's so nuts. I think, no, I think no, right. I
1: need a screenshot of
0: that.
2: Where is Verse
0: that? Birthright. Right.
2: Part one.
0: Also, the best part of it, I'm gonna give it to first to the whole episode because um because uh Bashir's there and he clearly wants to fuck data.
1: <laughs> okay, I can see the POV. Is he is he what is going on? What is this? You know what? Well, yeah, it sounds like TNG is being interesting for once in their goddamn lives. I'm so sorry to everyone. <laughs> so I will I will admit this. I I' Julian's there looking cute and flirting with the little robot? Of course he is. You know what? It's accepted.
0: We Yay! Did it. <laughs> that's right, part one. The episode also has. Um, also he becomes the raven. He becomes the raven. It's, it's great. Game of yes.
1: Thrones before Game of Thrones. He's the.
0: Yeah. Let's well, not oversell it. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: But yeah. Um, ooh. I just season three of TOS is just so tired, and William Shatter looks so. willie even William Shatter just looks tired.
1: I just I forgot that actually season three the last episode is like it like ruined. Like I was a TOS stan. I this is my first time watching Star Trek. I get to that fun episode of TOS. And I'm like that ruined my day. I I. They kind of like threw the principles out the window a bit. They have this weird scene where it's like, um, what is it? That women can't be captains or something. They affirm something weird that just why? Also oh, depends. turn about
0: intruder is just really, really bad.
1: It was just it also just fell flat generally. Like it wasn't even that it was so it, it was just nothing. Oh
0: well, if you watched if you watch the episode, yeah. you can tell they got told halfway through filming that show was being cancelled. So you <laughs> could tell fast. about you can tell about halfway through that everybody just loses any enthusiasm.
1: No that's no but, excuse. It's also Keep the it worst
0: must it being that Bill Shatner was meant to direct the next episode.
1: We were saved.
0: So that's why he looked so completely broken.
1: Never mind. It was a win. We we dropped it a bullet.
0: Season 3 is sort of like it is circling the drain in a lot of ways.
1: Apart from Spock's brain, which obviously brought the whole season up to basically the best season. <laughs>
2: you know, it's weird because I was looking at, the, looking at the episode. So this episode aired February 26, 1969. So Nixon had been president for about a month at this point. The week before was Reculum for Methuselah. And then the week after was the Cloudminders. Oh, very, very political episodes.
1: Wait, is Cla- but Cloudminders is the one where Spock reads that privileged girl for filth? Like he?
2: Yeah. Y- yes.
1: Iconic. Is that the conclusion of our way to Eden app?
0: I-, I think so. I just, um...
2: Yeah.
1: Does it have anything left to give us? Can it?
0: I think that it, you're right. If they wore if they want groovier clothes.
1: If Honestly, what happened? Okay, the knee-high boots, they kind of did it.
0: Where was William Worth thice at his riz?
1: I think the budget clearly, you know, was lacking.
0: They hadn't glued any of those clothes to anybody, and that's why it wouldn't look great, that's, because that's that's how we know good when somebody gets physically damaged by it.
1: <laughs> I mean, one of the girls looks like she's just in a, like a American cheerleader outfit. That's kind of gone wrong. It's a red, white, and blue fit. Can't even see it. They choked. They choked with this
0: one. I'm so sorry. And, um, on that note, um, Robert, where can people find you?
2: Um, not physically.
0: St- we're not, we're not <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um Well, I'm still on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at Robert Reyes. Um, also, I will be releasing episodes of my podcast again, the Promenade Podcast.
0: Excellent. But great. Great. Um, You can find us at Quit Star Trek Pod on Twitter. I haven't set up the Blue Sky. I'm going to do it. I promise. Um, Quit Star Trek Pod on Twitter. Olivia, we have a TikTok account that we don't use, which is your domain. I'm not going there. Well,
1: one day I'm going to force John to do a TikTok with me. Can you? you I mean,
0: we'll start releasing podcast links and clips on there soon, right? I'll try. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know how to use it, and I have no intention of learning. so quiz starting put email us at iquitstarting We will be generating Patreon content soon. Um I say soon while making direct eye contact with Olivia.
1: I'm ready to watch the visitor.
0: That's okay. We're gonna do we, we might do a visitor live watch. I think that might be what we do.
1: I'm gonna cr- so how's it gonna be live Everyone and then on Patreon? Or are we just gonna we put, put it on Patreon, and on and Patreon? We put a
0: link. No, what we do is we put a link to a stream and we watch the visitor with Olivia.
1: I'm gonna cry. And
0: people on want camera. that. Yeah,
1: we're gonna. Why do we do that? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: There we go. So we'll do that. Um, so yeah. Until next time, thank you so much, Robert, for coming on. It's been a pleasure to talk about the original series. It always is yeah. with us. Um, thank you for your support in the long durée of I Quit Star Trek. When well, you we guys are...
2: are my favorite podcast because I listen to you guys at work to help ah, keep think... my sanity. Well, you know, we're sorry sanity about the high
1: podcast. Ages. That's the highest praise you can That's get. That's the highest praise we can
0: get. <laughs> Thank you. you know, it's nice to talk. get all our fans in as we come up to our three-year anniversary.
1: <laughs> three dying.
0: years of this. <laughs> three years? Yay! Yeah. We did it. I, we survived no, I the
1: pandemic
0: as well. We did. Yeah, in, in spirit and not in body. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, until next time, I've been John.
2: I've been Olivia. And I'm Robert.
0: And remember, folks, don't eat the acid fruit. Just, just don't eat the acid fruit. It's not that difficult. Bye, I wouldn't
1: die though. RIP's <laughs> the rest of you, but I'm different.
0: Good night.